two words that are totally different approaches to all this disruption we're experiencing. And what do you think about these two words? The first one is preservation. Okay, preservation. The second one, transformation. So which of those two are you leaning into more right now? And I want to get into why I think your response to that is going to have a lot to do with how you personally and the team and organization you lead will emerge from this disruption. Welcome into episode 52. This is the Decide to Lead podcast with Russ Hill. This is the podcast for those who've made the decision to lead and are looking for ideas, tips, hacks, anything to help them more effectively influence others to accelerate their achievement of results. I'm Russ Hill, the host of this little hobby of mine, which we've got thousands of you tuning into across the world. So glad to have you with with uh, with me and so glad to be connected through this. If you haven't connected with me on LinkedIn yet, what are you waiting for? I'm uh, I'm gaining quite a few uh, quite a few connections and followers on there and I'm putting out content now twice a day. Every morning, every evening, uh, at least one video a day and uh, and a text post every day, usually um, you know, about a minute long worth of uh, a video on something I'm thinking about that based off of conversations we're having with CEOs and other executives at organizations that are trying to navigate all this craziness, all this disruption and uncertainty around the globe. So that comes out every morning, that video. And then every evening, as around dinner time or bedtime, depending on your time zone. And if you're in Australia or London, it's happening at different times. It is so hard as, I mean, it's a really good thing to have, like to have a global audience. I didn't used to have that. And, and look, man, I'm, I'm a nobody and, and still growing um, just at the early, early stage of everything. But uh, it's weird now because I get people who, whether it's a, a live online that I'm doing, you know, with over 3,000 people participating in, or whether it's a, a piece of content on LinkedIn, or whether it's a podcast or whatever, people are like, oh yeah, I'm in India right now asking, I got this question for I'm like, oh my gosh, what, what time is it in India? Somebody from Singapore chimed in the other day in one of the live Zoom meetings we're doing, uh, which I'll, I'll tell you more about in a second, but um, or in a few minutes, but uh, and it was one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay. I guess good morning applies, but so anyway, so in the morning in the United States, I'm putting out a video um, with a thought based on observations that I'm uh, that I'm having as I'm coaching and consulting and talking to clients in all kinds of different industries. And then the evening, I'm putting out just a couple sentences, a few sentences, typically a question. I'd love for you to engage with that. A lot of you are. Um, and, uh, if you aren't doing that, just head over to LinkedIn. You need to download that app. If you're not using LinkedIn, like it's, it's no longer like this resume site, you guys, like there's a, there's a ton of good content and garbage, but a lot of good content on LinkedIn. You just got to like the stuff, click like on what you actually like. And, uh, and then don't, don't interact with the content you don't like, and your newsfeed will get better and better. Okay. Enough about that. So today I am looking at my clock and you all, one of my challenges is um, I'm putting out so much content and I'm putting, I'm, I'm so busy with phone calls and virtual meetings with clients right now that uh, I, I now have to just find like 15 minutes here, 20 minutes there, record a podcast or shoot a quick video or do that call with the client. And, uh, and so I'm looking at the clock, realizing I have like 10 minutes before my next Zoom meeting. 
and uh, and I want to get a good episode out to you today because it's been too many days since I've done the last one, and I committed to doing it more frequently, so um, I'm going to race through this topic uh, just to make sure I'm getting something out to you today. Um, the two words on my mind, transformation and preservation. Let me tell you why I'm thinking about this. As I'm on the phone with uh, various leaders, it's crazy all how, how big the disruption is of COVID-19, how massively it's affecting so many organizations. Some, it's just the demand is surging. Others, they are, I mean, you just hear fear in people's voices like, wow, they're really, their, their business is challenged. Forget, like we just uh, work with me here and let's just table, set aside all the health concerns, all of the you know, the, the concern about people we know and love who have it, whose, um, health is really at risk right now, or who have lost somebody, um, and, and people who's maybe are furloughed or have had to make those hard decisions, or they lost their job or they can't find a job. We got empathy for all those people. Right. And we all know people in those categories. And, and so, I have total empathy for that. I totally validate all the feelings and challenges, and I'm setting that aside for this conversation, okay? But I want you to know I'm not absent those emotions or I'm not that I that I am acknowledging them. So having said all of that, in, in these calls that we're doing, that I'm doing with different leaders that we consult with, I'm noticing something. This thought hit me late last week, and I jotted it down on a notepad as I was in the middle of one of my phone calls with uh, somebody that I consult, senior executive, Fortune 100 company. And I, I, and the thought hit me in the call, I'm hearing two different camps. One is people who are deeply leaning into preservation. Okay, preservation. What is preservation? Preservation is, oh, no, I have to <laughs> – I'm worried about either my health physically I'm wor- or mentally or emotionally, or I'm worried about the health of my business financially, or the, like we haven't cut deep enough. I've got to do more cuts. I, um, we don't really have a strategy. I don't have a good handle on how the market is shifting. I, there's still so much uncertainty around how customers are, are changing what they need. I don't know where the demand is. There's just a lot of concern about that. And there are way, there are just a gazillion questions. And the number of questions has not diminished from early March, late February. So those people are stuck in preservation. Also under the category of preservation are those people who are defending their turf. Like they're clueless as to what's happening around us. We just did a, an interview for the other podcast that I, that I co-host with my colleague Jared Jones called Leading During Uncertainty, put out by our firm. If you aren't subscribed to that one as well as this one, I, I, I'm doing very different content for each one. And, and I think you find value, most of you will find value in both of them. So we just did an interview for um, a senior executive of a, uh, a healthcare company in the Bay Area, in California. And they employ about 60,000 people, over 20 hospitals, clinics, all those sorts of things. And the senior executive who used to work at the Mayo Clinic now is now is at this, this system in Northern California. She was talking about, we were asking her, you know, what shifts are you seeing? What changes have you seen in hospitals in the industry you're in, in healthcare since COVID-19 hit? And she talked about, wow, the walls have just come down. Like all the turf battles have gone away. We're moving with speed. We didn't even think dream was possible a few weeks ago. Like 
And she was given an example of telemedicine, you know, where you can get a doctor, get seen by a doctor on like FaceTime or Zoom. And she said, we used to think that was the future, but now it's happening. And we got the technology in place and we we shifted the systems to where we're now doing thousands of those where we thought we would be doing just, you know, single digits or just dozens of them right now. Um, and so she talked about the disruption has caused walls to to collapse within the organization and collaboration to accelerate. Well, some organizations aren't in that mindset. And, and you have leaders, and this is large and small organizations, right? You have leaders who are still involved in defending the status quo or in defending their prize project or trying to preserve their power. That's all part of preservation, right? And, and preservation is a natural response, an essential response to disruption, we got to look at our health. Okay, what, is, what are we going to do as a family now that we've got a big, massive, um, invisible health risk out there? So what adjustments are we going to make as a family? What about our financial health as individuals and families? What are we going to do? Okay, cut spending on that, you know, if you're dealing with a reduction in demand. Um, adjust this, do that differently. Then for the business, it's similar questions, right? That's all part of the essential and normal um, preservation discussion. But you can't get stuck in there for long. Otherwise, you lose valuable, valuable time during a disruption and and the opportunity that disruption exists passes you by. So once you in, in that preservation mode is when you get to efficiency, you are you are getting rid of anything non-essential. You're really scaling down to where you can move with greater speed. Once you've got a few of those things in motion, now it's super critical to lean away from preservation and into transformation. So my question to you in this quick podcast episode today is how, what percentage of time are you as a leader in your organization, owner of the business, whatever you are, what percentage of your time are you spending in preservation mode right now? And what percentage of time are you spending in transformation? And when I say transformation, I mean that there are disruptions that come along in our careers, in our lifetimes, where the future actually changes direction. It pivots, it shifts. This is clearly one of those. And so if you're thinking, oh, well, demand's going to re- return exactly how it looked before. My patient, member, customer, client, whatever, um, it, their, their expectations or their appetites or their demands, it's going to be pretty similar to what it was before. Then either you're in an indi- in, in industry that I'm completely unaware of or totally bored by because holy cow, um, there's no innovation or changes in that industry, or you've got your head in the sand, right? And you're going to get bypassed by those companies that are shifting faster than you that have moved from disruption or moved, excuse me, from, from preservation into transformation mode. So there are, there are too many organizations, too many leaders. This is my feeling, my opinion. There are too many leaders I'm talking to right now in lots of different industries and companies who aren't thinking big enough who aren't thinking significantly enough in transformation mode. They're, they're, they're leaning a little bit into it, but they, they and it's not like everything is going to be different, right? Some spending habits, some things will be similar. It kind of depends on your industry. What percentage is going to be similar to, than it, what, you know, to what it was 
pre-COVID-19 and what percentage of, of things are going to be different. It's going to vary a little bit by location, a little bit by your market, a little bit by industry. But no matter where you are, geographically or industry-wise, there, there have been major shifts. And a, and a good number of those are permanent. So you, you can't see into the future with total clarity and be 100% sure of what the future is going to look like. But you do know. You can, if you've been around again more than a minute, you can make some, use your tribal knowledge inside the organization and hear people's perspectives. And if you're close enough and interacting enough with your customers right now and you're listening to them, you have some idea of how how, how demand is shifting. So are you staying ahead of it or are you too stuck in preservation mode? You're still having all these calls about, well, we probably need to do this and we probably need to do that. Those organizations that are able to shift and, and really lean into transformation right now, those organizations will emerge from this disruption much stronger and with much greater market share. The same is true for individuals. The individuals who are adapting and not viewing this as, oh, it's kind of a weird blip on the radar in my life where things kind of got funky for, for a month or two or three. Those people who are people who are thinking that like, oh, this is just kind of that, you know, you can put parentheses around both ends of COVID-19 and kind of isolate this experience within those parentheses. The people who are viewing it that way are just going to absolutely lose out. They're going to miss opportunities that exist all around them. And so now is not a moment. When you're in preservation, you're in the fetal position. You're, you're hunkered down. You're, you're, you know, arms over your head and kneeling down under a school desk worried during a fire drill. Or not a fire drill, but, you know, like the, the, the Soviet-era Cold War drills. You're, you're in a defensive position trying to protect yourself or the business rather than having rather than being on a guard tower overlooking trying to look at the horizon noticing that there's some fog out there and you can't see as far into the future as you'd like but you're you've climbed up that ladder so to speak to look out survey the landscape a little bit and now adjust so in this uh, in this episode I want you thinking transformation what does that look like how do you encourage that kind of behavior in your organization or around you. How do you do that as an individual? How do you, and and whether you're a college student or you're a senior executive of a very large corporation, there are shifts you should be making right now in order to make yourself, to take advantage of opportunity that exists right now and will exist for a solid um, 12 to 18 months into the future. The future has shifted direction. So should you in some areas, in some ways. So that's what's on my mind. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast series, tap on the subscribe button and you'll get a new episode every time I release one, which is going to be more often. I keep saying that. And I, if I keep saying it, it's going to happen, right? So um, we're doing it at least once a week right now, sometimes um, several times a week. And, uh, and hopefully you're finding value. So tap on that subscribe button, connect with me on LinkedIn if you haven't already. And I hope you're healthy. I hope you're choosing optimism and I hope you're leaning into transformation. Talk to you soon.